Electronic Specifier. Hello, my name is Joe Bush. I'm the Managing Editor at Electronic Specifier and welcome to the latest Electronic Specifier Insights podcast, looking into the impact of the current coronavirus outbreak on the electronics industry. Recent events around COVID-19 have left us all uncertain of what the future holds and critically what the world would look like when it's all over. The coronavirus pandemic has rapidly shifted from being a mild inconvenience to something that is seemingly dominating our every waking moment. In a recent issue of Electronic Specifier's design magazine, we spoke about the cancellations, postponements or depletion of certain trade shows around Europe. Now, less than 30 days later, those irritations seem a world away as countries begin their individual lockdowns and we will begin to self-isolate. In addition to global health concerns, the fallout from restrictions placed on the public, whether that be self-imposed or otherwise, are now starting to be realised with the travel and hospitality industries particularly at risk. What we will be left with when it's all over is a matter for some conjecture. But what of the electronics industry? The situation has been described as bizarre by Mark Ballonen, Senior Vice President, EMEA Asia and Global for Mauser Electronics, highlighting, however, that the company has a depth of inventory that will enable them to help customers with any supply chain worries over the next three to six months. Bolonen's concern is parts manufactured primarily in China, most notably multi-layer ceramic capacitors and chip resistors. He said that most of the world's chip resistors are made in China and we'll have to wait and see what the long-term impact of the coronavirus on the supply chain will be. He added that he heard of companies down to 30% of production output while others were at 70%. And when he spoke to us in early March, he warned that there is not enough product currently coming out of China. He added that Mauser has inventory bought before the coronavirus outbreak so it can hold prices for the time being. But if the situation continues, some suppliers are talking about 30% price increases in the longer term and it's even possible we could see price increases of 50 to 70%. For the first time since the show began back in 2006, the Mobile World Congress exhibition in Barcelona was cancelled back in February after leading tech companies including Sony, Nokia, LG Electronics, Intel and Ericsson announced they would, they would not be attending amid coronavirus fears. However, another trade show that took place at the same time and one that the Electronics Specifier team attends every year, Embedded World in Nuremberg, went ahead as planned. However, the number of exhibitors and visitors was significantly down from the previous year, with a number of notable absentees including ARM, Cypress, DigiKey, Intel, Mauser, Microchip, NXP, Renesas, Silicon Labs, Texas Instruments and Xilinx. A hotspot for industrial transformation, Hanover Fair, typically sees around 200,000 visitors and 5,000 exhibitors with 80 forums and conferences taking place over the space of one week. However, this exhibition has also bitten the proverbial dust. The event was due to take place on the 20th to the 24th of April, but has now been moved to the week of the 13th to the 17th of July. Industry events aren't the only thing that's been affected by COVID-19, however. The virus has highlighted the increasingly important role China plays in global manufacturing, from clothing and chemicals to mobility, and particularly technology. ECSN Chairman Adam Fletcher shared his thoughts with us on how the ongoing crisis may affect the UK and global electronic components market. He highlighted that China is well established as the manufacturing powerhouse on which countless global industries depend. But this disruption of COVID-19 to the large swathes of the Chinese manufacturing industry has resulted in fear, uncertainty and doubt throughout the country. Fletcher commented that the initial concerns of the ECSM were primarily related to supply, 
because many Chinese organizations, organizations were reporting that less than 50% of their employees had made themselves available for work, resulting in a dramatic reduction in China's manufacturing output and for that matter the availability of the road, rail and air services needed to move products around or out of the country. This concern, whilst not being resolved, has significantly diminished over the last few weeks as employee participation rates have increased to more than 85% and manufacturing output in China has ramped up to close to 80% of normal capacity. He added that in its technology sector, China is both a dominant supplier and a major consumer of numerous electronic components. Many international high-volume manufacturing customers located elsewhere in the world rely on lean or just-in-time manufacturing processes and need a constant stream of information about the progress of goods on order or to manage any delays. In early February, the answer to many urgent questions from customers about goods due or overdue from Chinese-based manufacturers was an inscrutable, we just don't know. However, this has visibly now improved significantly. Obviously, the situation is far from normal, but Fletcher stressed that manufacturing and delivery priorities are being set in an effort to maximize output and meet delivery expectations. There will be some delayed shipments and disruption, with manufacturer lead times on many components extending in some cases. However, the vast majority of customers in the UK are served by manufacturer-authorised distributors, who are fortunately holding sufficient inventory to support their customers' current demand for at least two months, with manufacturers striving hard to meet the global demand for electronic components. It appears that all electronic components manufacturers and authorised distributors are impl implementing disaster recovery plans with the aim of protecting their employees, customers and organisations. However, Fletcher intimated that if the current situation escalates further, it's more likely that a shortage of employees rather than a shortage of electronic components is, is going to be the bottleneck to production. As for production strategies, Steve Rawlins, CEO of Anglia Components, told us that it's no surprise that in some cases Anglia customers are considering moving production away from China, either on a short-term or a longer-term basis. However, he warned that identifying a suitable supplier with the capacity and expertise to take over the work is only one half of the challenge in doing this, the other being diverting the supply chain to ensure that the parts required are delivered to the new manufacturing location seamlessly and promptly. He added that when a customer chooses to move their manufacturing to China, Anglia are able and capable to remove any concerns regarding the quality, continuity of supply and protection of IP by working closely with the customer and OEM EMS factory to offer a seamless migration path coupled with global price support ensuring continuity is maintained. Providing customers fully consider the supply chain implications, Rawlins stated that there is no reason why they can't move production away from China relatively quickly if required adding that Anglia has partnered with many customers as they moved production to China and there would be no difficulty in putting these arrangements into reverse. John Walkus, partner and specialist in commercial law at law firm Moore Blatch, shared his insights on the current situation and its legal implications of the delays manufacturers are reporting in the supply of basic components from China and Asia. On top of this, he added that the coronavirus outbreak is an illustration of the legal principles of force majeure, which can, in the correct circumstances, excuse a company's non-performance and or lead to the early termination of a contract. Under English law, an express force majeure clause can protect a party from, from legal liability for delayed or non-performance of its obligations where this is due to a force majeure event. 
If the force majeure clause refers expressively to epidemics or diseases, there is a reasonable chance that the virus will be seen as a qualifying force majeure event. Even if such wording is not present, many force majeure clauses refer to any circumstances beyond a party's reasonable control, and so it may also be possible to show that coronavirus should be a force majeure event. He added that companies within the electronics industry should be focusing now more than ever on the wording of all their supply contracts which are affected and the legal and business implications of delays within their supply chains. Amid the many trade shows being cancelled or postponed, it was nice to hear that some are finding a way around the coronavirus obstacle. The CEO of software company Inspecto, Harold Boren, has had to self-isolate in his home in Tel Aviv, Israel, following the expansion of the country's coronavirus quarantine restrictions. This was bad timing for the automotive machine Vision Outfit, who were due to deliver a press conference at the Modex exhibition taking place in Atlanta, US, on the 9th of March. However, coronavirus did not stop the CEO from giving his press conference, instead delivering it virtually from his home in Israel using conferencing tool Zoom. Likewise, Texas Instruments were due to host an automotive trends roundtable at Embedded World, covering wireless technology, HEV, EVs and ADAS. The company are now hosting this virtually on March the 23rd. It's safe to say that there's not a single industry that hasn't been affected by the coronavirus outbreak. The rapidly spreading disease, now an official pandemic, is currently driving people to stockpile, toilet roll, hand sanitizer if you can get your hands on some, and pasta. And although some of us might consider this extreme and may even start to roll our eyes every time someone mentions it, it's something to take a moment and remember that many have lost their lives and loved ones due to this outbreak. Terry Evansitz, DigiKey Electronics Vice President, Operational Excellence, echoed this sentiment by stating that the company's thoughts were going out to everyone impacted by COVID-19 worldwide, and that DigiKey's primary concern is for the health and safety of its team members, customers, and business partners. He added that the business model positions DigiKey with substantial inventory to offer minimal disruption to its customers, and has worked closely with its multiple carrier partners to mitigate impact on cargo plans. DigiKey are also providing updates and frequently asked questions online and are in constant communication with suppliers. Clearly the situation related to COVID-19 is changing on an almost hourly basis, so be sure to check electronicspecified.com for updates from the electronics industry. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please join us for our next instalment, but in the meantime, stay safe. Goodbye and thank you. Electronic Specifier.